Hey guys, um, hey future Clarissa, I think is the main thing here because I really doubt anyone is, like I really doubt I have an audience at this point, this podcast is simply random things, um, I really do keep it as like a, hey, I want to be able to check in in like 30 years and like hear my voice and listen to the crazy things I was thinking about you know there's this one website called dear future me where like you can send an email to yourself and choose a date in the future for it to be delivered to you or to other people and I love it but I feel like listening to your voice and like your train of thought and just the way you you speak is different um the the thought that like anyone can listen to it kind of freaks me out but it's fun, so whatever. Okay. So what inspired me to record today is first, I had coffee. So whenever I have coffee, I and I, I had so little coffee, but coffee like fucks me up. Like coffee will give me so much energy. I had very little coffee, but it gave me enough energy to like get home and not want to sleep immediately, you know, to like want to do something with my life. So I was like, okay, tonight I'm going to do kind of like a self-care routine because tonight is a full moon. If you don't know this about me or if my future self has forgotten, I really like astrology. I really love it. I fuck with it. I love finding out people's whole like star charts and like I just fucking love it. It's my vibe. Um, today is a super moon in Sagittarius. Today is actually the 14th. Yep, today is the 14th of June. It's a super moon in Sag. Um, and what better to accompany a super moon than a full self-care routine? Except I'm not washing my hair because like I'm going to the pool every day. It's useless. It's fucking summer, bitches. Oh my god. why the fuck am i so happy no okay so actually what inspired me to like record is that i i recorded one about like the first day of school so a lot of a lot has changed since then i recorded one about the first day of senior year school's over like i okay so there was this i'm gonna go back a little bit keep up okay guys i go fast here so um wait let me check if this is like recording right jesus it's probably recording right yeah okay anyways so basically um i think last i talked to you the yoga episode was like before exams i'm pretty sure yeah i think it was around march april anyways fucking had exams um if you don't know what i'm talking about i do the ib so yeah i'm class of 2022 we took the exams and man that was a crazy crazy time but as expected it fucking flew by there was like three weeks flew by like it was crazy like of course exam season like fucking sucks but i really love like like the sense of camaraderie that we have when we're in exam season where like everyone's just like studying together i really enjoy that and it was really the last time that we were all going to be together as a class so i think we all kind of got a little bit sentimental over that yeah exam season you know it wasn't as bad as i expected i think 
what helped was that I had gone through like two fake exam seasons like I have gone to to through two mock seasons so I kind of already knew how I worked with exams and like how the school worked and how I would I like could do my best to prepare for them so I already knew that um I wanted to be like well rested for each exam and that I wanted to be calm because I knew you know that's just the way that I work um but at the same time something that I found out during exam season is that it's no use me enforcing rules on myself like me turning to myself when it's like the night before history I'm so fucking nervous and I want to cram one part of the subject that I have a feeling is going to be on the test like making myself go to sleep then and there is just going to make me less nervous so during this exam season I kind of was just like whatever if you want to stay up a little bit more and revise this one thing if it's going to make you feel better fine I just kind of let myself do whatever I wanted and that really helped in the end, I ended up going to sleep at a reasonable time every day. I never st- like stayed up studying. I thought that was pointless, um, and I really like we didn't we didn't have a lot of like um, we did not have a lot of revision time given to us by school. Um, so I really my philosophy was like I have to have learned something over the past few years. Like these two years I have to have served me for something. I can't just rely on this last minute division rev revision. Um so yeah, and I be or I mean results are coming out soon. So I mean there's nothing I can do about it now. I hope I went well. Um we're really I don't know, it's like it's weird because the of course we're still kind of a class that's been affected by covid so it would make sense that like they already said that the grade boundaries are going to be lower because of that which is good but also not good so we're kind of expecting low grade boundaries a little bit but that also means that it's going to be a little bit harder to get into unis we don't know like all we have to do now is wait wait for july 6th um, but yeah, I think what I want to talk about in this episode is just the weird kind of phase that you go through once you graduate. Senior summer, you could say. So like, for us IB students, I think it works like this. Also, if you're from the US, like we finish senior year quite early. Like we finish in, if you do IB, you finish in May. You know, I think the same thing in the US, if not earlier. And like, I think most people in senior year all over the world finish very, very early. And like, that's great. Because of course, like, IB is an fucking exhausting course and we've done it for two years and we just have this like accumulated tiredness you know this we've just been tired for so long that we kind of need to sleep for literally a fucking week to kind of reset our bodies um so yeah like I think we were all looking forward to ending because we were just so fucking exhausted and we simply could not keep going because like it really is like in the beginning of IB, you kind of get 
hit by the fact that you have way more than you had the year before and you get hit by the fact that like it's just like whoa it's very new a lot of new information about papers and IAs and everything that's like first term and then like from like October to like December um you start doing practice IAs January until like March or April, you start working on your real IAs and extended essays. And then, like, April to July of the first IB year, you are, like, working on your IAs and extended essays, doing data collection, and, like, doing your first round of mocks. And, like, working on your IAs is so fucking exhausting and also, like, having to put your eyes aside to focus on mocks. It's fucking crazy. And you that summer, you can't even rest properly because, like, you have... You're supposed to, like, finish... I mean, no one does, but, like, you're supposed to finish your IAs and EEs or at least work on them during summer. So, like, you don't even fucking rest properly. Also because you know that what awaits you when you f- go back to school. So the next year you go back to school and then the first term is fucking the f- worst fucking thing in the world. Dude, it's so bad because it's literally all your IA deadlines. They're just like, haha, fuckers, <laughs> time to give it in. And you're like, fuck, I did not work on this over the summer. I am not ready to give this in whatsoever. But now they're like, okay, you have a week. Uh, hand it over you've had like six months to work on this and you're like you're right but I didn't so like there's just just this panic to finish seven pieces of work at the same time it's crazy and so once that's over so like I don't know December or like early January you give in all of your IAs you hand in your extended essay you're so fucking exhausted because Yes, you 100% stayed up until 3 a.m. to finish most of those deadlines. And you handed all of them in late. So, dude, IAs, so fucking exhausting. When I handed in my IAs and my extended essay, biggest relief of my life. And then, okay, and then, once you have that done and you're literally so fucking tired, can you rest? No, because second round of mocks. Late January, early February come in. So you study, study, study mocks are over you're fucking exhausted again but can you rest no 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 because this time real exams are up next so you're like fuck i need to like actually sit down and fucking study this time no it's crazy so like we're not tired just from exam season we're tired from mock season from ias from the other mock season and from the other ias like we we have a lot of tired here we have tired plus tired plus tired. So all this to say, we really needed it to be over. We had no, like, we had no gas left to keep going. We really didn't. Okay, with that said, with that said, um, we all needed it to be over. I fucking needed it to be over. But at the same time, the thought of not going to school every day devastated me. See, I am not a normal, like, school-hating teenager. I love school. I fucking love it. I love the routine. I love seeing the people. Of course, I don't like, like, sitting in classes. I, but some classes I do. But I like just the vibe. Like, I like going to grab coffee with friends. Like, sitting to have lunch. Just, I love, I love going to school. I really fucking do. So, 
the thought that it was going to end like really devastated me because first of all like it was it's just like when school's over it's a very significant end to your childhood like of course obviously I'm 18 I'm not a child anymore but like I feel like if you're still in school you still have this tie to your childhood but when school ends I feel like it's such a big cut to your childhood it's I really felt that and I've created many ties with like teachers and friends that are younger than me um and and beautiful relationships that I was just and also like from my year group too like I just created so many amazing relationships with so many of my friends and letting that go hurts so much and I think everyone kept telling me oh like we're still gonna talk we're still gonna see each other it's not that big of a deal But having moved countries once, I know that that's really not true. I know that we would never, like, we are never going to be this close. Like, we're never going to be this close ever unless something very weird happens and we end, like, working together or something. We're never going to be this close. And that made me really sad. I am someone that I get attached to... I'm very... Not that I get attached, but, like, I'm very nostalgic I feel like about just like things I don't know how to explain it but like when things end whatever it is it really gets to me for some reason so yeah school ending really got to me and I cried so much on my last day saying goodbye to teachers I just I cried a lot um so for this period of like well, we had prom, we had Walter rehearsals, which was an excuse to go back to school, which was great. Um, we did the prom. Prom was amazing. Prom was so great. We danced and it was really, I think it, it, it was an unforgettable night, truly. It was, it was really good. Um, but one thing that, you know, I was, when I was writing... Um, the valedictorian, I guess you could call it, speech with Miss Kate. Um, I was just like telling her how I felt about it all. And how I really feel is that I just feel uh, completely lost. And it frustrates me so much because there's a lot of people out there talking about graduation. And there's a lot of people out there, like I mean in terms of content, in terms of like YouTubers, influence, whatever, talking about going to college. But no one fucking talks about the awkward gap that is like senior summer. And I think I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm the only one going through this because like, all I've seen in the media is just, like, I mean, you know, people that I don't even know, but just people in the media that, like, are just going out with their friends and having the best summer ever, um, and just, like, living their lives and traveling and stuff, and when I've, I talk to my friends here, like, they're all very happy to be done, but, like, from what I'm seeing, this is not what we're doing. Like, we all kind of live a little bit far from each other. So, we definitely don't see each other every day. I can't see my friends that are still in school every day because they're still in school. Like, it's the best summer of our lives is not happening. Except everyone seems to be happy enough to just, like, stay home every day. 
but I'm like, I'm just having such a hard time, like, because due to this like break of routine, I'm having a really hard time adapting because it was like I was so 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 busy, and then out of nowhere I had nothing to do, and it's so frustrating. I felt so absolutely useless. It was weird, man. I mean, it was just, it was fucked up. And I, you know, I kind of got past that because I started going to driving school, um, really focused on my yoga classes. I just like got things to do, but like not going to school every day, weirdest thing ever. And I kind of still feel like we're in this transitional stage. It's really weird. It's like, it's just where it's this pit of uncertainty we just we have no we have no fucking idea of what our lives are going to be like sure some of us even know like where they're moving some of us know exactly what uni exactly what city but even so do you know what it's going to be like you don't you don't know who your friends are going to be so like I don't know, I deal, I don't deal with uncertainty well at all, like, it it frustrates me, it makes me feel completely out of control, so that's how I feel right now, like, I feel useless, because I feel sad that I have to let go of this big part of my life that is school, and I feel completely out of control, because I have no idea what is ahead of me, like, it's so frustrating, but I have no idea what my life will be like in three months. And I know that none of us truly know what our lives are like in three months, but I fucking have, like, I have no idea. I have no idea. Like, for all I, I don't even know where I'm going. Like, I, I want to go somewhere, but, like, what if plans change? I don't know if I'm still going there. So, yeah, I really wanted to speak about this because I haven't seen anyone discuss this weird transition gap that is between high school and and in college and just fucking like getting getting something to do during senior year summer and it's like i'm not gonna travel like so here's the issue so i'm going to brazil to see my family and then i'm probably going to travel as well after that but for the time that i'm in portugal it's just weird man it's just fucking weird but yeah i'm getting a life you know i'm going to yoga in the morning and um I'm going to driving school every day in the afternoon trying to get my driver's license and that has helped make me feel like I'm living some sort of proper routine life. It's very weird. It's it's I don't know. It's I feel very weird. And sometimes when I want to feel in control, I like look into Dublin and like what they have over there and try to find things that I'm going to like, like trying to find a yoga studio. You know, also something that's very weird. So my brain can't quite like process the idea that like these weeks are like my last weeks living in Portugal. That after that, Portugal is just not going to be. It's I, My brain is like, no, doesn't understand. My brain just thinks, no, we're going to be in Portugal forever. And like, I don't want to be in Portugal forever. I fucking love Portugal, but that's just not my plans. And yet my brain just can't comprehend. It is also this weird thing where like I'm torn apart because I want to see in Portugal. I want to see it with my friends and like with my boyfriend and everything but like sorry 
I also obviously miss my family so, so, so much and want to go spend time with them. And I also miss my friends in Brazil. And and I feel like going back to Rio is going to be so weird because, okay, last time I was in Rio was like for a couple of days when I was, I believe I was 15. Yeah. So when I went, when I was 15, I'm 18 now. I'm a whole ass different person. I changed a lot physically and mentally. I changed a lot. So like, I don't know. I'm a little bit anxious about like what it's like when I go there. Like if I'm gonna, like I have a list of things that I want to do, you know, things that I, food that I want to eat and stuff. But I'm a little bit anxious about like meeting friends from my old school because I'm just so different. I think they're different too. I'm excited, but like, I don't know. I think it's going to be very, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I'm going to have strong feelings about going back home, I guess. And it's weird because like obviously a part of me always thinks of that as home, but my true home is in Portugal. Like I, when I think of like where my room is, it's not my room in Brazil. It's my room here in Portugal. But like a part of me can't let go of calling, calling Rio home. It's weird. I have, I have my childhood there. I just can't erase the childhood, I guess. It's my childhood home. I could call it. Um, so it's very, very weird. And then back to Portugal, but straight to Dublin after that. So yeah. Weird shit. Weird, weird shit. Um, I'm going to go take a shower and start my self-care night. Then I'll be back and we can talk about some more weird shit. Okay, I'm back. I showered. I have a face mask on. Um, yeah. Okay, so I remembered when I was going to shower that, like, there are good... Like, there is a good side to all of this. Like, I'm finally feeling like a human being. <laughs> you know, I wake up at, like nine around nine every day and I go to sleep at like a reasonable time like I go to sleep at midnight if I want to um so I'm getting like a reasonable amount of sleeping of sleeping and I'm exercising and I can read my books and watch my tiktoks and watch movies and just do whatever I want and I think like the being at home and just not having a schedule and having a life really does suck because but I'm trying to like teach myself to like it because I think I was thinking about it and maybe the problem is the problem here is that like I don't know how to live if I'm not busy I think maybe that's the issue And I think maybe that comes from, like, a mindset of, like, for me to, like, be worthy of, like, love or attention and just be worthy, I need to be busy, I need to be useful, I need to be doing something. So, if I'm feeling like I'm not busy, 
I'm feeling useless and I'm feeling unworthy. So for these past weeks, I've been trying to find ways to like make myself useful. I edited a video for prom. I wrote a speech for prom, dress shopping, scheduling, a whole thing. I then came up with the idea of like selling all my summaries and then giving classes, teaching people to make myself a bit more useful. Maybe I just need to like accept being just like not being busy. Maybe because I think that's the issue. I think I think we've just made a breakthrough, guys. This is now a therapy session. I think the issue here is that I've been just so like brainwashed by society to constantly, you know, to be praised for being busy constantly that I don't understand how to not be busy and be okay with it. And it's not necess- it's not all of school's fault, honestly. Because, you know, we all have that, have had the conversation of like, oh, I have this and this to do. And your friend turns, oh, I have this and this and this to do. And you go, oh, but I have this one big thing to do. And you start competing on like how much you have to do or just the praise or I mean, just like acknowledgement that you get from turning to a friend. You're like, oh my God, I have four IA deadlines this week. And they go, wow. Like, or just, like, whenever you, like, gloat about how busy you are, as if it was a good thing, you know? Or, like, just how people look up to you. I don't know, I think people always looked up to me because of how busy I was. And I like being busy. It makes me feel good to be busy. But for a while, so there's different levels of busy. There's like normal busy where it's a healthy busy. And there's like, whoa, you literally are really, 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 really busy. You need to quit something. And I used to go to that extreme level because if you are extremely busy and you're 24-7, you have something to do, then you don't have time to deal with your feelings you don't have time to be alone with yourself thinking you're just constantly moving on to the next thing so you don't have to deal with your thoughts or your feelings and it's a way it's a it's a it's escapism it is escapism for sure i keeping myself extremely busy was a way to escape myself i guess um worked but I knew it wasn't it wasn't healthy and now here we are where I've kept myself extremely busy and now that I'm the opposite I can't make myself be okay with it I think I just need to understand that my worth isn't correlated or related in any way to how busy I am I need to say that to myself a couple of times if you need to hear this right now if by any chance you know you bumped into this podcast you know this message might be for you as well so I'm gonna say it a couple times 
You can say it with me. My worth is not related to how busy I am. My worth is not related to how busy I am. I do not need to be busy to be worthy of love and attention. I do not need to be busy to be worthy of love and attention. I do not need to be busy to be worthy of love and attention. It's okay to not have things to do. You know, and this makes sense that I'm feeling this way because I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but when I was busy and I had work to do and I would take time off to rest, I would feel so, so guilty that I wouldn't even rest properly. Properly, Like, it would just eat me up. Like, if I... I don't know. It was a weird thing. If I was like, I'm taking Sunday off to rest. And all of Sunday, I would just be like, oh my god, you have so much to do. Like, what are you doing? You couldn't be resting right now. You have so much to do. You have so much to do. When I knew that rest was healthy, but I was like, it it made me feel so guilty. And it wasn't restful because I felt so guilty. Because I knew just... And that is so... That's so detrimental for my mental health. And over time, I've taught myself that I need rest. I need rest to be productive. And then I got over that and I said, hey, I am allowed to be unproductive. I don't need to be productive 24-7. Rest does not need to be productive because I don't need to be productive all the time. I don't need to be busy all the time. It's okay to rest. And I think I need to acknowledge that this period of time between high school and, gra- and, and, and college is a time for me to rest because IV has been so exhausting and I deserve to rest. I deserve to take a break and just breathe and just do whatever I want or do absolutely nothing. I don't need to be traveling around. I don't need to be going out and doing fun things every day. I am allowed to just sleep in and rest and do nothing. I deserve to just sleep in and rest and do nothing. I deserve to take this break. And it's okay that I am not busy for this period of time. I need to not be busy right now. I need to be unproductive right now. Whoa. That was a major breakthrough for me, guys. Oh my God. Whoa. Sorry if that, that I really went in deep with like speaking with myself because I really needed to hear that. Maybe I should change it from I to you. Maybe you need to hear this right now. You need to rest, person. You hearing this, you need rest. You don't feel unproductive. I mean, feel unproductive and be okay with the feeling of being unproductive. Feel just, yeah, feel unproductive and be okay with it. You deserve to be unproductive. It's fine. You deserve to be unproductive. You deserve this rest. You deserve to do whatever you want. You deserve to do nothing. You need to take this break. You deserve this break. You need this break. 
this break is not for you to go out and go get the world, go take on the world. This break is for you to lay down and rest. Take a breath. Because when you get back on your wheels, life is going to be crazy. So you need to sit down and allow yourself to be unproductive. And don't don't start with the negative self-talk of I feel useless because you're not being productive. No, no, no. You are nurturing yourself right now. You are giving your brain a break. You are giving your body a break. You are letting yourself be unproductive and that is okay and that does not make you useless. This does not make you a bad person. That does not make you unworthy. That does not make you unworthy of love or unworthy of attention. It's summer holidays for fuck's sake. This is the time where everyone takes a break. So allow yourself to take a break and chill without feeling negative about it without feeling useless wow i'm gonna have to listen back and a lot of times because i really need to get this in my head this is amazing i love this i'm gonna go wash off my face mask but this has been the most i think therapeutic 10 minutes of my life okay i am back Put on some moisturizer and some face oil because it was one of those face masks with like a lot of acid on it. Um, so I'm just like making sure my skin doesn't dry up. It's really funny because when I was young, I had like extremely oily, younger, you know what I mean? When I was like 12 or 13, extremely oily skin in my nose and my forehead and my, yeah, pretty much that. And then when I like in the recent in 2022 i would say my skin well actually 2021 as well and it was like from 2020 2022 my skin dried up so much but like my forehead became a little bit less oily my nose is still like an oil spill but like my forehead is a little bit less oily and and my cheeks, like, during winter, like, for a time, they literally, like, peeled. The skin peeled off because of how dry it was. It was an issue. It's a whole thing. Um, And I was like, what the fuck? Like, my skin is oily. It is not dry. And honestly, a lot of people say, like, oh, like, dry skin is, like, harder to take care of. But I disagree because I feel like if you can find like a good primer, not a good primer, a good toner, a good serum and a good moisturizer, like you're good with dry skin. But like finding something that will keep the oil away from your face is like so difficult in my experience. And like honestly, for my dry skin, I didn't even buy that many products I just well I did get a new what I did when my skin started drying up is I changed um face wash um into a more gentle one and that helped a lot 
I used the hydrating one from CeraVe. And I, like, yeah, I, I got, uh, I tried a couple of moisturizers, you know, from those skincare brands. And none of them were enough. Like, my skin, I would always, it didn't, it stopped peeling. But, you know, when you have that feeling of, like, your skin is just dry, I don't know how to explain it. I was still getting that feeling. So I decided to, like, so I had heard that, like, La Hoche-Posay had that, had um, a moisturizer that was really, really intense for, like, extremely dry skin, but that it wouldn't clog your pores. So I started doing that. I think it's it's called Sika. Wait, let me check because I have it here. Let me check. Just a second. It's called um, Superfly Shade, the B5 Balm. <laughs> yeah, so I tried that, and that worked amazing. Like, that worked wonders for my skin. And I also started putting um, face oil, like that bio oil that they say is really good for scars. I don't know. Honestly, I haven't seen any, like, scientific proof for it. But I wasn't really looking at it as a way to clear scars. I just wanted it to, like, keep my skin somewhat hydrated and it worked and I also got I think jojoba oil or was it castor can't remember and I started using that as well and it worked for me during like the depth of winter but as soon as it started like warming up a little bit around March around even February I like basically like once I stopped using heating I like it was too much for my skin because I think also what dries up skin a lot is like heating it really dried up my skin as soon as I stopped using heating it was the oil became too much so I still used the moisturizer for a while and then I transitioned to a lighter one and now my skin is fine now like my cheeks are normal and everything is going well especially because I'm sleeping so like everything is well except for my nose which is uncontrollably oily. It's just it's just an oldum. I don't know what to do about it. But you know what? The one thing that I do appreciate about oily skin is that, you know, they say we're not going to get very much wrinkles. Which is great. Yeah. I think it's going to be quite a long episode. Maybe I should finish it soon. I don't know if there was something that I wanted to say more than I already said. Um, let me think. Driving class, I already talked about. Uh, driving class is so much fun. The teacher's so funny, and I can't wait to, like, actually drive. I'm very excited to get my license. Um, oh my god, okay, I'm doing this thing where, like, I. Where is it? Wait, I have a virtual memory jar. I don't know if I've, I've spoken about this before, but I have a virtual memory jar. It's on Notion, and I use the gallery view setup of the list, and it's I love it. It's so nice. I get to like write down what happened that day, and I get to look back on those memories, 
I'm always trying to find something. Okay, so quick, quick, just intro into Clarissa. I think my biggest fear is like forgetting things, like forgetting memories. So I always am trying to find ways to like mark things. So for example, this podcast, taking lots of pictures and videos and also writing things down. So this is what I'm doing this kind of memory jar thing. So I get put a little emoji because Notion. Notion is an amazing, amazing note-taking software, by the way. Put a little emoji on it, and I write a little bit about it. It's the cutest thing. I'm really happy I did it. Um, I actually need to update it. So that's what I think I'm going to do right now. Update my memory jar. I started reading this book on yoga as well, which is really interesting. And I'm also reading the second book of Outlander, gifted to me by my close friend, Joanna. Thank you so much. Um, I'm very into it. I love this series. Um, so yeah, thanks for hanging out with me. I hope you liked going through this this breakthrough that I had um and I hope you know you were able to learn something or you thought I was funny or something see you next time bye